0: episode of Off Point with CJ and Ace. I'm Ace. I'm CJ. All right. It's time to get a, another another week going, get another week started here. This week went by kind of quick. It did. And the weather here has been crazy, wasn't it? From a a few days in the almost, 90. almost 90s to drop down to fifty four degrees i think it was yesterday yeah it's
1: not that's ohio
0: welcome to ohio
1: yeah it's it's crazy yeah. down here up here over here yeah over here it depends it depends on where you're at if you're canadian or an idiot up north <laughs> then i guess it's down here anyone else it's up yeah
0: yeah yeah if you're in ohio if you don't like the weather wait a day
1: yeah <laughs> oh. um i I got a quick question for you. All right. Can you use every single letter in the English language in one sentence?
0: I mean off the off the cuff, no, probably not.
1: I got one. The quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog.
0: And it has every letter in the alphabet. It does. In that one sentence. Yep. Well, congratulations to the person that put that together. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just found that here. I thought it's crazy. It's such a, sh- it's a very short sentence. Short and simple. Yeah.
0: No crazy words just to no. try to cram letters in there. No. And they're not long words either.
1: So. What is the
0: sentence again? Read it again.
1: The quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. Funny. I know. So simple. Also, if you've ever looked at the Mona Lisa long enough, you might notice it has no eyebrows. She has no eyebrows? No.
0: I guess I never really looked that close to and studied her features.
1: Yeah, it's nuts. I think I think it's because the focus is always on the smile. You never really look up past the eyes. Right, yeah. You're never really like, wait a minute, where's her eyebrows?
0: Interesting. Did not know that.
1: Yeah. Also, hot water will turn into ice faster than cold water.
0: Now that I did know. We've actually experimented with that uh, that little thing before. Boil some water. Yeah. You know, on a very, very cold day, go and toss the, uh, the hot boiling water outside and it just evaporates. Just
1: poof. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Because you'd think that cold water would go first. Right. Nope. That's all I got for those fun
0: facts. (laughs) Very interesting little facts there. All right, what else you got for us?
1: Well, let's see. So we've been talking about Tim Tebow coming back to the NFL. Yeah, well, Diana Rusini, R- he from ESPN's Get Up. Okay. Has a report saying, and I quote, there are those in the league who think Urban Meyer is bringing Tebow in to play QB at that Taysom Hill role, using him in that wildcat as we've seen him use in the past. Interesting. Meaning he's signed as like a, a tight end or another position? But he'll come in to play quarterback in certain situations.
0: Yeah, I could see that too. Um, because I, I think, uh, I think they have a lot of design plays they from from his time in Florida. Yeah, that I think I can see Urban implementing.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I can too. And I'd be excited to see him back there on the field. I do kind of wonder how Trevor's going to feel about that, getting sidelined for a couple plays to let Tebow go out there.
0: Hey, well, it's got to be about the team. Yeah. Not not the player. So if that's what it takes to win. Um, I yeah, mean, I, I definitely. Would, I wouldn't expect to see Tebow out there every game. I, I really no. think it's going to depend on the situation. Yeah, more than at, likely. At a hand. Um, and then just kind of pull out the bag of tricks, and try to make something work.
1: Yeah, and it would be very unique to see. you got basically two starting quarterbacks. Right, kind of. That, and if you're the opponent, you're like, see, Urban can kind of trick you in this situation too because your opponent can be like, all right, this is when they put Tebow in. Expect Tebow. Expect one of these few things to happen. What happens? He keeps Lawrence in there. Catches them off guard. They go and score a touchdown. Yeah. Or pick up the first. Depends on the situation. Or it can be hey, this is clearly a Lawrence situation. They're not bringing in Tebow. They go and bring in Tebow. Caught off guard.
0: Yeah, I think it'll definitely be interesting to see how uh, how Urban um implements Tebow and yeah. um see how he does in his his first season in the NFL. As uh, a tight end. Uh, yeah, so man. Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Um that
1: that offense though has to be like adjusted to both quarterbacks though. That's gonna be key in pulling this off. Right. And I think
0: for Urban to pull off a successful season I think that he's definitely going to have to think out of the coach's box, you know. Like
1: definitely. Um, I think we're we'll going to see some some stuff for him that you would typically see in college,
0: and maybe then some, and make like, it is work what I, is what I would like to see.
1: I think he'll find a way to make some college stuff that you would never expect in the NFL work in the NFL. Well, if somebody can do it, it would definitely be him. I mean, you look at um, um, Saban's done it, and um, I can't remember his name, um, LSU's coach, also coached in the NFL at one point. They both have used NFL-style plays and made it work in college.
0: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, football is football, so. Hardball's done it, Jim. I mean, I, I think you can take some aspects of each. And just mix yeah. them up and get them in there. It could be plenty effective.
1: Yeah. Not very hard to do. It's just different to see. Yeah. Unexpected. All right, moving on from there. Let's take a trip down memory lane back into last September, October. Okay. When Ohio State did not have a season. When the Buckeyes may not have been ha- had a chance at the playoffs at all. Right. Gene Smith, the athletic director at Ohio State, however, looked into going independent. You know, I think I
0: saw something about this.
1: And there, There were rumors that they could leave the Big Ten, but now to just go independent for a season... Is a little bit different. However, the ultimate reason they didn't was due to um, deals with the Big Ten, the support the Big Ten gave him. Because Ohio State's more than just football; yeah. we're also a research university. We kind of need that funding, right? Um, and then television contracts.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think I think it would be hard for them to go independent.
1: It would. I think it'd be easier for them to like create an like a new conference because then you're putting all these schools together. That they'll still give you that funding support if you're a new conference. Maybe not as much as the Big Ten, but I think it'd be probably be easier for them. Maybe and they can still. I think it'd still be easier for them. To maintain a, a top spot in the rankings. When you're in a conference, otherwise, if you lose a game, you're done. Look at Notre Dame. Yeah, they have to go undefeated to be yeah, in there. Yeah,
0: I, I think there's some some cons to being independent. Um, and probably more so than there are pros.
1: Although you do get like all the money from your that you make from your games. None of it. Right,
0: yeah. Like I said, I mean, there are some pros to it, but I think there's more cons than
1: anything. Yeah, mainly. It definitely would have been interesting.
0: But, I mean, it it seems to me that maybe the talk was more... Because they want to play. Yeah. They want to be able to play. And when, you know, the season almost wasn't for them... I think that was like one one avenue that they would try to take in order to just play football.
1: I also think they were kind of using it as a threat to the Big Ten because it's like, hey, we don't need you. You need us. We make a a great majority of your money.
0: It it could have very well been a a bargaining chip.
1: (laughs) We are basically your only playoff contender. Right. We headline bowl games. We're too important to you. But we don't need you. You know why? Because we're going to win your championship just like we have for the past three years. Yeah, well, there's a lot of truth to that. Ohio State doesn't need the Big Ten. The Big Ten needs Ohio State. And I'm sure other conferences will be happy to take him in. Oh, you know it. That's competition and money right there. Right. I just imagine if Ohio State moved over to the SEC. Of course it'd be kind of weird cuz that's a southeastern conference, we're not exactly southeast. But Ohio State playing Bama in the regular season, I'd take that. Yeah, that
0: would be interesting.
1: Because it's like it's a big game but not high stakes. Just to see like how often
0: would Ohio State win in that conference. Yeah. Would it lessen? Because you you know every season you look at the Big Ten. Yeah. And I mean, it wouldn't. I mean, it, you could pretty much predict every game, unless there's some weirdness that happens, yeah. which has happened in the past, but typically not likely that any other team in the Big Ten can beat Ohio State. Yeah. So it's like Ohio State moved to the SEC is like going from. It's it, it's like a conference full of, not full of, but with more teams on Ohio State's level.
1: Yeah, Georgia, Bama, LSU. Yeah, maybe not LSU last year, but in general, right? LSU, um, Texas A&M, Florida. Yeah. So right.
0: I mean, all, all those teams right there that you named. Mm-hmm. You bring any one of those over and they would almost take a high state spot could as as you know as the team that would almost always win so
1: definitely and we also got to think with the SEC a good like a good chunk of their teams are just all over the top 25 it's like one week they're 10 the next week they're 15 25 unranked yeah. 17 23 unranked 14 13 10 20 unranked it's like they 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 just all vary throughout the season you know why because the teams like bama and georgia and lsu are coming in there they're stomping them and then they're out yeah and they kind of redeem themselves and then lose again a little bit
0: yeah well there's big 10 teams that kind of do the same
1: maybe not as many but penn state and that one up north tend to stay in there
0: right Indiana usually seems pretty good. The Iowa, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. So I mean, we've got the, we've got those teams lately. too that that hang out in the. I mean, and that and that's why the Big Ten's a, a power five. I mean, that's why they're a top conference. I mean, they they have got the teams that hang out in the
1: in the top twenty five. Yeah, they do, and um, keeping it with the Big Ten. Here are the Big Ten's top 10 win leaders over the last 10 football seasons. Wisconsin over the last 10 years has more wins than Oregon, Florida State, Penn State, Michigan, Texas A&M, Florida, and Auburn.
0: No surprise there. Maybe more than Penn, Penn State and Michigan. Maybe
1: I don't know. Maybe Florida. Because Florida hasn't been too bad. Yeah.
0: Maybe a little shocking over Auburn. Slightly. I mean, just looking at that list. Because I know Florida State kind of would have like a good year here and there. But nothing consistent. But Wisconsin has been, they're usually pretty consistent.
1: Now, knowing that, let's see where they place on this list. So we'll start at the bottom of the list, going up. Indiana Hoosiers have 50 wins. Over the last 10 years. Over the last 10 years. All right. The Minnesota Gophers have 66 wins. Okay. Okay. The Nebraska Cornhuskers have 68 wins. The Wildcats of Northwestern come in with 72 wins. The Iowa Hawkeyes in at 79 wins. I think this list is making sense so far. Yeah. No real shockers. That team up north has 80 wins, which I find it ironic because they because Ohio State's eight and zero since the yeah. last time we lost. Funny how that works out. It is funny. Michigan State with 83, 83 wins. wins. They had a few good seasons there. The Nittany Lions with 84 wins. The Badgers in second place with 95 wins. 95 wins. So all of these have been fairly close so far. Yeah. 112 wins to the Buckeyes. Nice. To bring that up, what, like, how many spots? Like, over 15 spots? Over 15 wins? Over the Badgers? Yeah. Seven, 17 to be exact. Right. I believe that's the biggest margin on the list. The big, yeah. Right. Well, that's something else. And we also have the most Big Ten titles in the past decade, I believe. Oh, we'd, we'd have to. Well,
0: I, I'm, the, I'm not surprised in the least. I mean, it's it's cool to see those numbers and just kind of see how staggering they are compared to the other teams in the Big Ten.
1: Definitely. Yeah, I mean, none of them really surprised me. I mean, maybe Indiana.
0: Would have thought they had more.
1: Yeah, only 50 wins. Yeah, that doesn't seem like much. They've been very... Moderate. I would think that they would have been a little closer to Nebraska. Yeah. I think they've been closer, but like I think them in Nebraska should have been like in the middle. You would think. I was kinda so. go what did Nebraska
0: have again? Nebraska was at they had like sixty eight or something. Yeah. Sixty eight, yeah. Sixty eight. So that's 18 more wins than the Hoosiers. Yeah. Well, how long have they been in the Big Ten? Who? The Nebraska. Huskers?
1: Yeah. I think they're on that longer end. I think they've been there. like They're not very new. I don't think.
0: Yeah, I can't remember.
1: The time goes by because so quick. Rutgers but... and Maryland are the...
0: I mean, I, right. I know that they're the, most, the newest, the most recent, and even they've been on there for quite a few I years. Believe. So maybe
1: Michigan State and Northwestern, I believe, are OGs. All right. Well, I was original. just
0: wondering if that, those numbers within the last ten years, maybe in the the
1: first few years of those, were they even with the Big Ten? Yeah, because I I know the Terrapins and. The Scarlet Knights weren't. That's what they are, right? The Scarlet Knights. Because
0: ten years ago would have been. Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Wouldn't Nebraska it's been ten years? I bet you they were. I believe they were. Yeah, look that up.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of crazy. To see that, those numbers. 2011 was their first season. Okay. Yeah.
0: So right in that, okay, so they they just made it in the. Yeah. The 10-year thing there they were going for. Okay.
1: Yeah. See, they're kind of new.
0: Well, in the grand scheme, yes. Definitely new.
1: Not as new as the
0: terps or the I mean, Rutgers for as long as I've been a fan they're still new to me
1: newer yeah which I believe their previous conference would have been the big 12 that would be a good guess because I think they were rivals with like Oklahoma because so that's kind of like a big thing because I think they're I believe they're playing this year. Oh, okay. The Sooners and the Cornhuskers. Nice. Anyway, moving on to another rankings list that I found interesting. Is ranking the best helmets in the Big Ten from worst to first?
0: Helmets? Helmet design? Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, looking at that. Number 14, well, as usual in the Big Ten, the Scarlet Knights coming last. And to be honest, they do have kind of a basic design. It's very basic. The the R on the side. Nothing fancy. Yeah, nothing too bad. Which I believe going through this article, if you read it through, I think like up until number five, they're pretty like critical (laughs) on how how they're ranked. (laughs) Tighten this thing down. All right. Number 13, the Terps. So the two newest teams at the bottom of the, the list.
0: Bottom. I don't think Maryland's looks that bad.
1: I think it's very, um, well. it is unique, it's different. Yeah. I think it's the fact that it's just the state flag. Nothing or, or, like original. Yeah. But yeah, still, you got your state a, flag. I mean, to on
0: incorporate there. The, the flag on there is kind of neat.
1: I I think it is. And I don't think it looks bad. Even like the... I mean, they even, says they even like, take props. a... They even kind of take a jab at the flag itself. Saying... Saying, it's like the shows Ink Master and Design Star had a renegade child.
0: <laughs>
1: Sometimes you can outthink yourself, and I fear that's exactly what happened here. I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's true. I mean, I, mean I think the
0: opinion is funny, but...
1: I, I mean,
0: there's nothing wrong with uh, implanting the you know, the flag design on your helmet.
1: No, not too bad. But you got to think that would kind of look funny on the Buckeyes helmet. Well. But those also aren't our colors, exactly. Oh, right. Or the, the Terps, that is. Coming in at 12, one of the originals, the Nittany Lions. Penn State. Coming at number twelve, which mean, I mean, my middle school football I mean, team yeah. wore like the same thing. Yeah,
0: it's, I mean, it is plain, but what I like about it is that it's, it, it's white. I, I love white. What I hate about white is that it's so hard to keep clean. I love having white shoes. Yeah, but they're so hard to keep clean. White shirt. You wear a white shirt you're going to get something on it. You wear a, a dark shirt, you'll never get anything on it. I don't know why that is. White just attracts a mess.
1: Now, I think these like these reasonings on here are, are kind of funny. He says, if I hear that plain blue and white helmets with one stripe down the middle is iconic, one more time, I'll give you my black and white television set to replace your smart TV with high definition and surround yeah. sound. <laughs>
0: No, that's funny.
1: But, yeah, I mean, come on. When you're a freaking college football team and your helmet looks just like a middle school football team's (laughs) helmet, you might need to update something.
0: It would be nice to see. Yeah.
1: And see them add a little (laughs) something to it. And here we go with the Cornhuskers. Nebraska, I mean, similar to... Not bad. I mean... Similar to, um, the Rutgers, except it's not, like, bolted or anything.
0: Again, it's got the white on there, so I like it.
1: Again, here's your thing. Hey, I have an idea. Let's make a red end, but make it look like three pieces of duct tape stuck together. (laughs) That one's kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, there's really nothing much to it. Again, oh, no. like you said, you like those white helmets.
0: It does look like three pieces of tape.
1: Though. I know. I don't think I ever thought about that until <laughs> I read it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna think that every time I see that helmet now. Maybe that's what happened. Like, maybe they used to have the logo like taped on, and like fell off. So like, crap. Anybody got something to fix this? Like, I got duct tape. <laughs> And that just became the new logo now on number ten, I don't agree whatsoever it's the Indiana Hoosiers I like their helmet and I also like the, the the little um picture of their stays on there yeah i mean they the, the two stripes going down the middle the not stay on the back, eight. their logo on the side. I know that's not too original, right. It's not I mean they're they're I but like. it's that red, that shade of red,
0: yeah, no, I like it too, I mean, it's like a it's like a matte finish,
1: yeah, and i I like that, and the i u on there kind of looks like a a trident, yeah, that's kind of cool, that's what I thought it was for so like so long, it was like trident. some sort of like trident or like um. Like one of those like, little can- like, um, candle sets for like Hanukkah. Yeah. Something like that. I never, I never, ever thought that that was IU.
0: It was that a, a menorah or something, I think.
1: Yeah, something like that. Because, I don't know, I'm just used to seeing those as like the way USC does it, where it kind of like hooks each other yeah. or like OU, Oklahoma. I'm used to seeing it like that, not like that. That's...
0: Or like this person says, he calls it a pitchfork.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. Um so yeah, that's I think reading this, that's the only one I don't really agree with. Then we got the boilermakers. Purdue coming in. Not too different from Rutgers, no, I say.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty simple. It's just like here, let's just slap the one letter on here and um move on. And move on, right?
1: Yeah, although I hear they have pretty cool alternate helmets with railroad tracks. Yeah. Down the middle to replace the line. But with this, we'll just keep it with the the usuals. Yeah. Moving down to number eight, we got the Fighting Illini, Illinois. Again, pretty basic. Right.
0: Nothing too much. No, not at all. And just another one
1: letter, stick it right there. <laughs> yeah. Again, I like the weight, so. Yeah. I mean, hey, if you look, they have a little warning sticker on the side there. I think it's the first time I've seen that on one of these helmets. Now we're going to the Minnesota Golfers. Golfers? Gophers. Gophers. I keep reading it's as golfers. Every golfers. time I see it, the golfers. the golfers. It's because I was looking on, Um, I was actually reading an article the other day, and it had a typo. Minnesota golfers. Yeah. And that's pretty funny. All
0: right, so the, the the M's not too bad. Um the design of the M.
1: The color is awesome.
0: Um, I I think they have a nice color. Mm-hmm. I think that that really helps.
1: I like how they have the number on the back of it. If you look at that. I think yeah, it's a good, it cool looks, design. Yeah, it kind of
0: looks like a a, a compass. Yeah. With the number in the middle.
1: Hey, And again, that warning sticker um, on the side.
0: And then there's warning.
1: <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it says warning. It does say, does it say warning? That's what it looks like it says on the Illinois one. Or the ingredients. Ingredients. <laughs> 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 it's like the fine
0: print. Before wearing this helmet. <laughs> there is warning. Okay. I didn't warning. Have, how come I never see, I did not see that on the other ones. But this one, it seemed to pop out more.
1: Maybe because it's in yellow. I know. I don't
0: know, but that's funny. Yeah, warning. It was on the other helmet.
1: Warning, you might get hit in the head. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm wearing the helmet. Yeah, I also think they have like a different design, like style of helmet.
0: I think it's funny that they have the the warning label. Yeah, like on the outside. To the, yeah, like that. Not like you know, we'll put it inconspicuously on the inside of the helmet. No, here it's on the outside. Everybody can see.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. Just put it right there on the outside. That that's nice. All right. Um. Next, we got the Wildcats of Northwestern. Wildcats. Which
0: it's a little different for the N. I like I like the N. The I know. The N <laughs> this one okay. kind of takes a
1: jab at at it and says it says that they took a it says that they took a, a white block. And carved out parts of it to make it look like an end. Yeah, I
0: guess I could see that.
1: Yeah, again, I different. I like color. I think that purple, just the way it,
0: it looks yeah, on there. It's kind of glittery.
1: It almost looks like a bowling ball. <laughs> a little bit. I was, I was actually just thinking that. But yeah, like no stripe down the middle or anything. No. We're going to number five, the Wisconsin Badgers. Okay which how this makes five and like Rutgers Purdue and all of them are so low on the list. Cause I feel like this one's basically no different except the W is a little bit tilted. I feel like that's like the only difference between this one and the others.
0: Yeah. Well, what I like about this W is that it has, um, has a shadow. Yeah. That has shadow like a shadow of itself. Um, Looks like there might be a state on that one, too. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I wonder how many others have the state on there. I think Indiana does. I know, Indiana. I saw that one. Because, um, I mean, at this point, I missed the label or the warning label. Yeah. How many states that I missed. And another thing, are these? They're not all designed the same.
1: No, I mean, if you look at it, a lot of them are, like, different brands, and each brand has, like, a different version of the helmet. Right.
0: So I think that helps, too. Go back up to that uh, Northwestern.
1: Yeah. So some of them are a bit different in, like, yeah. that helmet design. So, right. I mean, well, it's a good right car. Different have... brand, different model. Yeah. So
0: looks like some of the helmets have, like some old school style to it mm-hmm. when it was very basic and just round, but now they're more like aerodynamic mm-hmm. and
1: Yeah, that's what A- I like about design. Penn State. I mean, just look at that.
0: You mean Michigan State? What'd I say? Penn State.
1: Well, there's two. Those look aerodynamic, but I don't, I don't think they're...
0: Penn State's was too I think
1: it, I think the one pictured here didn't, but looking at the ones they've been wearing, I do maybe. think they're very similar to. No, I do like like what the Buckeyes or take, Sparty
0: wears. If you take, even the if you take the S, the green. If you take everything off of it, just the helmet itself, just the the look yeah. and design of that. I like that. It's like you can mm-hmm. take like this is a cool helmet. Now, what color should we make it? So, but no, and I
1: think it looks good with that green. Yeah. Um. The S is fine on there. Mm-hmm. I think it looks better than having the helmet on the helmet, a little Spartan helmet.
0: Well, I kind of like that, the logo, too. I mean,
1: I like the logo, but I think the S looks better on a helmet than a helmet looks on a helmet. I mean, yeah. imagine if the Browns had their logo on there. It'd be a football helmet on a football helmet, a helmet on helmet. That would but look kind of a- dumb. But yeah, theirs is like a Spartan. Yeah, a Spartan helmet. So, so it's like different. completely different. Still, helmet on helmet I think looks a bit odd. And here, and here, And number three, the Iowa Hawkeyes. All right, well, that's got a dark background,
0: and it kind of looks like it's sitting in a shaded area, So, and it's black, so it's hard to, for me to see exactly the design of the helmet.
1: Again, no, I think no, they, I
0: like the hawk. Yeah, that's on there. I'm not crazy about the the colors. They're too resemblance of the Steelers for me.
1: They are. You, um, you see them on the field? like, oh, playing the Steelers, Steelers right? Especially um, if they're playing like Illinois, I like, go. Oh, it's the Bears and the but Steelers. I have to
0: say, I like Sparty's helmet better than the Hawkeyes.
1: Yeah, so do I. I think the only thing about the Hawkeyes is that like the detail on the bird yeah. for their logo think it's really the only edge they've got number two the Buckeyes
0: well that should have been number one
1: I mean yeah I'm just being biased I think and <laughs> this website is the Buckeyes wire
0: okay all right so the high state Buckeyes I love their helmets
1: I do that that silver the um like the it's really like a five stripe you got the Two outline stripes, the two white stripes in and the red stripe yeah, going down the it's middle. It's not like
0: just one little pinstripe that goes down the middle. I mean, it's
1: actually a design stripe. I don't know. I like the stripe. I mean, I guess, white... like, the one downfall can be the and the stickers because those are so inconsistent. Some players have two, some are, like, five, some have 15. Well, I
0: think that's another thing that, for me, that helps with it because when you yeah. start seeing all those... Um, Buckeye Leafs on there. Yeah, it just shows you how decorated that
1: that player that is. That
0: player is.
1: Yeah, I agree, and I think the playoff logo, like on this one, just looks really good on the helmet. Yeah, I think it just blends with the helmet better.
0: Got a little American flag on there, and yeah, I think, um, the warning label is nice. Iowa did too. Okay. Yep. Nice. Moving not sure on. Why, not sure why there was gloves sitting on it.
1: Probably just the picture they found. I mean, yeah, yeah, could be. And like I said, that Penn State one's from 2013. I mean, there's been like yeah recalls on helmets since then, right? Especially over it. Right, number one. The NFL number one. We got the Wolverines. Ugh.
0: what?
1: How I not a one. fan of their helmet. I mean, they're okay. I mean, they're better than some, like Penn State. One. Um, I don't know I don't think there's not much unique about it except those stripes that come in to make the M. That's about it. Yeah. And then, hey, they have their rip-off Ohio State stickers,
0: <laughs>
1: which are barely noticeable. They just kind of blend with the helmet half the time. I forget they even have them. That helmet there looks black. <laughs> it does in that shot right there. Wow. Yeah.
0: Well, that was fun. Yeah. I like rankings
1: lists. Yeah, it's fun More to kind of look at and just kind of see those rankings. Anyway, something I found interesting here is actually in high school basketball as some powerhouses and of high school basketball or forming a national league set to begin for the 21-22 season. So later this year.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Which so far will include six of the biggest basketball powerhouses, which will include Oak Hill from Virginia, Montverde Academy from Florida, IMG Academy from Florida, La Lumiere School in Indiana, Sunrise Christian Academy from Kansas, and Wasatch Academy in Utah, along with two other schools that have not been determined yet. And these these teams will play a 10-game regular season and will play in National Interscholastic Basketball Conference, which is like the name of their league, I guess. Okay. And they will hold their own postseason tournament. And they are um, open to expansion. And a partner of Paragon Marketing Group will serve as their commissioner while the Montferi Academy head of the school Casey Kesselring will be the chair of the Board of Governors for this league. I think it's kind of interesting considering these are high schools. Yeah. Forming to, or looking to form um, a powerhouse league. Interesting. Which I guess, like, part of it is because so many games got canceled this year. These schools just kind of got together and held games. Yeah. And that's kind of like how the idea came about. Which kind of reminds me of the NFL's origin. It was just a bunch of guys off work playing in the mud and hey, Now we have teams all across the state of Ohio. Oh, hey. Now we're called the NFL. Right, yeah. Oh, hey. Now Columbus has no team. (laughs) I mean, come on. Texas has three teams. New York has three teams. Florida has three teams. Why can't Ohio? California used to have three teams. Do do they still? No, they used to have four. Now they have three. Right? Niners. Chargers Rams.
0: Right. Yeah, they have
1: three. So, with the Raiders, they used to have four then. All right. So, it was announced earlier this week that 30 NFL teams have been given the okay to have a full stadium capacity starting this season. Oh, goodness. The only exceptions are the Colts and the Broncos. Oh. As their cities or states... Have not yet given them the okay. Well, by the time it starts, I'm sure they will. Yeah. But yeah, th- we got 30 teams right now selling with all the tickets available.
0: In the That's NFL, it's crazy. It's like on one hand you're like cool. I mean, it feels like normalcy. On the other hand, it's like yeah, I, mean, you just, I hope it's not too soon. You know.
1: Yeah, I hope it's not. I think they should. I mean, if they want a bunch of fans, I say go seventy-five percent, not full. Maybe that I mean, way the stands are fuller than they were last season.
0: But still, you can keep your space. I mean, I yeah. think if you don't, I don't know. I would say anywhere from fifty to seventy-five percent.
1: Mm-hmm. I agree. To All me, right. to me,
0: would seem reasonable. You can still get fans in there, and yet still try to keep your distance. All but, right,
1: so what do
0: but, you got for us? uh, well, a little thing called pick six Someone goes away for a pick six for Ohio state um so in the little segment that i I'd like for us to to do on occasion, I don't know if it's a regular thing yet, but something we'll work with uh we will. Pick six somethings, and just as a little rank them from six to number one. Um, so with number one being
1: in this case the worst.
0: So yeah. So tonight we will do
1: the top six worst quarterbacks. More like the bottom six. R- well, right. NFL right. The bottom quarterbacks. Six,
0: The bottom six NFL quarterbacks. Um, so if you want to, give me just a moment here. Okay. So I got my list here. Now we could, um, do we want to alternate? Yeah. Like I'll do, do my, you know, I'll do one, you do one and back and forth.
1: Yeah. Okay. So let's start with um number 6, no, like the the best of the list. Okay. So,
0: yeah. So at number 6, um I have Andy Dalton.
1: Ugh.
0: And um so th- this past season he came in for Dak, right? Um he did he did okay, but as as far as I'm concerned, I think that's about as good as it gets for Andy Dalton is that He's just that. He's a backup quarterback. Yeah, and it, like he's a good backup quarterback. if you want somebody to to back you up,
1: you want Andy. You
0: want Andy Dalton. He he'd be great for that. But as a franchise quarterback, um, if he was one, he would have been for Cincinnati.
1: Yeah, I mean, I really think that the Cowboys could have gotten to the playoffs if Andy didn't get hurt, because I think Andy could have taken them there. Possibly. He got hurt. He was out for a few weeks. We had like one guy on my list that I won't yet mention. <laughs> and I think some other guy, we ended up bringing on some other quarterback. Dallas had some real quarterback issues this year. And then Andy came back and was like, all right, things are good again. But then it, we started having O line problems, which we almost always have. Right. That's a whole nother Welcome to story. the NFC East. <laughs>
0: Hmm. All right, so who do you got?
1: My number six, I got Jeff Driscoll. Jeff Driscoll? Driscoll. It's, it's been a while since he's actually started, I think. And if I'm correct, he is currently in Denver. Okay. I don't know, it's just, I've seen a little bit of him play. So is he, uh, is he a backup quarterback then? I won't even call him that. Like, like you say, Andy is like a backup. Right. This guy's like a third string. It's like, yeah, a nice name to have on your roster at third string. Okay. But you don't want to see him play. Right. This guy was just not meant to be. How he's in the NFL. I get him being in the NFL. Just he should never be a starter. Okay. Maybe a maybe a college starter, but not in the NFL. I guess
0: I I did more. I mean, okay. So Andy Dalton, obviously, he's not the starter.
1: Well, technically, for he Dallas, is right
0: but, he, but he is, and that's kind of what well, he's
1: in Chicago now, and he has been named has been named the right starter. right 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 right.
0: So and I, I think that's kind of what. Like my list was all starters.
1: I was just going with active.
0: Okay. Um. All right. So. Uh, my number five, I got Sam Darnold. All right. So he's been struggling with uh, with some injuries. Now, I know there could be a question about Jimmy Garoppolo struggling with injuries as well. But what he do this
1: season that he was healthy?
0: But I want to say that if if both of them are healthy, Jimmy is going to be productive. Yeah. So, and that's why he's far away from this list for yeah. me.
1: So, um I completely agree. I mean, I think Darnold. I know a lot of people were trying to defend him, and be like, "Hey, the Jets weren't the right fit." Actually, the Jets were the perfect fit for him as a quarterback. That's why they took Zach Wilson. You compare the two; they have the exact same playing style. The only difference is Zach Wilson will complete the pass.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. <sighs> I mean, I mean he's not you bad. Know, he's got. I mean, now he's got. Um... Some decent weapons. I just I don't know if if the Jets really had anything any good targets for him. So maybe maybe he'll bounce back if he stays healthy. Maybe he can do something. But um, until I see it, he's gonna be number five on my list.
1: All right. Number five for me is that Cowboys like third stringer Ben DiNucci. Okay,
0: Ben DiNucci.
1: I will admit the guy was a runner. He could run pretty well better than probably most quarterbacks in the league. Mm -hmm. But just as a quarterback, he couldn't do it. It's like he's basically the quarterback that you'd want to bring in if you want to do a run, a run play, and your quarterback just can't run. Gotcha. So quarterback sneak, put in DiNucci. A pass play. Keep him far away, <laughs> okay, from the center.
0: All right, um, number four on my list: Jalen Hurts. Um, at least, at least that, as of now, um, he's you know only a couple seasons in. Uh, we'll see if he can improve. Um, I just think you know the Eagles. I feel like they're. <laughs> They're trying to get. I, I don't. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing. They had a good quarterback in Nick Foles, but yet they kept saying, "Well, Carson Wentz is our. He, he's our man. He's our man." And now, and, and now Wentz is gone. I thought he was your man. Yeah. And now they've got Jalen Hurts, who really isn't. I mean, he's not hot by any means. Um. Well, shoot! He's only got this past season under his belt. You know, barely over a thousand. I can't even read my own writing. Over a thousand yards uh, passing. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know how many games that was. I don't know if that was a full season for him or not. But but regardless, I I I give him number four. I I don't see him playing like he did in college. No, no.
1: I do think that he'll be off this list in two to three years. I think he'll. I think he'll prove himself a bit, but so I don't maybe think just he'll enough. be. In, I don't think he'll be in like the the top six. He might be in the top middle. Yeah, <laughs> probably. He'll probably be like on uh, like the like the ten on the list. Maybe. now what you got? All right, I got Colt McCoy.
0: I haven't heard that in a while.
1: Yeah, he spent some time with Cleveland. Uh-huh. Went over to United, Spent even more time in Washington last season. Played for the Giants. You went like all like second plus stringers. Didn't yeah. You? <laughs> well, that's where you're going to find the sucky quarterbacks, right?
0: Well, I wanted to do it out of the out of the top, like the starting quarterbacks.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could I could have just done a guy that's like done, retired, maybe dead.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's no good.
1: Like you know, like the Packers quarterback from the first Super Bowl or something. You know. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm going off the active roster because that's where you are going to find these real crappy quarterbacks. I mean, he only had a touchdown. The season had an interception. Didn't play much though. Yeah. Only had 375 yards. He just didn't do well. I mean, his best season was in Cleveland back in 2011 with 2,733 yards, 14 touchdowns, but 11 interceptions. Yeah, it's not good.
0: Um, I think they had high hopes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. When they nabbed him up, which had been the case for the Browns for a number of years.
1: I mean, he's had 3,000-plus seasons.
0: I mean, real quick, they had Colt McCoy, I think they thought, could have done well for the Browns. Um, Brady Quinn mm-hmm. at one point. I mean, they had these – they would get good quarterbacks. You know, that it, came out. So. Uh, Johnny Manziel, and then the and then everybody just fell flat, and I think that they, you know, they really thought that Baker Mayfield was just going to be another big guy out of college coming I in, he's just going to fall flat.
1: I think that's the thing. I think Johnny Manziel is what the Browns needed
0: in order to have a successful
1: Baker. No, I think I think that's what they needed. But Manziel basically shot himself in the foot.
0: Oh, well, he definitely did. Because there was, there was so many comparisons, and we're getting a little off base here, but there's so many comparisons between the two. Yeah. But I think the difference is, and I, and that's why I say in order for Baker to happen, there had to be a Johnny Manziel. Yeah, Because it was, it was so agree. Because so similar, and I think that Baker took it as, I am not Johnny, and I want to prove it to you that I'm not. And... He's done an amazing job so far of doing that. Well,
1: I think that's kind of a bad example because I think they're both transfers that really made a name for themselves at their second school. Like, they spent two years in one place and then transferred two years. Kind of like Kyler and Baker. Like, I think they transferred from the same school to the same school.
0: Yeah, well, their personalities. But yeah, their personalities,
1: their height, right. everything about that, they're so similar. And yeah. Exactly. I think Baker... I think Baker and Manziel are very similar players, but Baker takes himself as a person more seriously than Manziel.
0: Yeah, it was. I got to the NFL party time. So, anyway, he's gone. Um, all right, number three. I forgot where we were. Number three. So, I went with. Because we're not sure exactly who is going to start for the Saints, whether it's going to be Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston. I think they might be leaning a little more towards Winston. Um, well, here's the thing for me. He's, he, in a single season, in the same season, threw for 30 touchdowns. That's good, right? Sounds good. But he also had 30 interceptions. So when one if you're matching interceptions to your touchdowns, that's not good. Yeah. That's not good. Even if you're throwing 30 touchdowns. You're throwing 30 interceptions too.
1: Yeah. And that I think that's why Tampa just got rid of him before they even had Brady.
0: Yeah. I mean, even I'm not sure if it was the same season, but even while throwing
1: it was the same season. Just
0: a, well, just well. No, I mean for the, his his passing yards, ah. he's got five over five. He had over five thousand passing yards in two thousand nineteen. Um, Dang. In my opinion, I think I think he'll fade out. I I just don't think. I don't think he's going to get to that next level.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. He's going to be right there with Jalen Hurts, Sam Darnold. I mean, and they're going to end up being Andy Dalton's.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, and you can't blame those interceptions on on like the receivers cuz he's surrounded by he was surrounded by talent down there in Tampa. He had Cameron Bray, um Mike Evans, Josh Godwin. The, the guy was set up perfectly for receivers. That was all him. Those interceptions were all him. Now, those receptions were probably all receivers. Not as much him.
0: Yeah, I'm sure he was set up nicely to to succeed in that area. But, yeah, well, it is what it is.
1: All right, next up, I got Brian Hoyer, Hmm. who started his career off in New England. Went to Arizona.
0: Also played for Cleveland.
1: Then played for Cleveland. Went to Houston. Went to Chicago. Went to the Niners. Came back to New England. Went to the Colts. Came back to New England. What is up with New England? Here yeah, we'll sign you with we think you're real good. All right, you're crap, get out of here. Oh hey, welcome back. We think you're good now. He's
0: he's another he's another good he's a good backup. Is what he is.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, his best season he had in Cleveland.
0: In Cle- I was going to say it was probably in Cleveland as a starter.
1: With 3,000-plus yards, 12 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. In- that alone says it. You got more interceptions than touchdowns, you suck. Right. Yeah. That was
0: in 2014. That was another one that the that Cleveland picked up thinking that maybe there was something there and and nothing.
1: He only had 130 yards and one interception this past season.
0: All right. Number two, I got Daniel Jones. Mm. He has almost 50% of his passes completed last season. Throw one, catch. Throw one, miss. Throw one, catch. Throw one, miss. Obviously, it probably wasn't exactly like that, but 50%. That's not good. It's not good at all. No. And he had 11 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. So, again, touchdowns, uh, interception ratio, not good. And not quite 3,000 passing yards.
1: Dang. Yeah, that doesn't sound very good. Mm-mm. All right. um, Going over to my number two. Probably the youngest on the list. Okay. Earliest to the youngest on my list, and that's Brandon Allen. He's only had two seasons. Okay. His first season with Denver, and his most recent season with Cincinnati, where I believe he actually got a little bit of playing time due to Burrow. Mm hmm. So this past season, he got 925 yards, five touchdowns, four interceptions. Hey, you got one more touchdown than you do an interception. Yippee. (laughs) In Denver, he had 515 yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions. What is with this guy in one more touchdown than an interception? It's
0: a good question.
1: He's probably like, oh, crap, end of the season. I got to have one more just (laughs) so that that levels out. So, I mean, he only has 1,000 yards in his career. Other guys on this have, like, 6,000-plus right. in their career. Again, well, like you said,
0: he's only a couple seasons yeah. in. He, ha- he hasn't had a starting pos- uh, position yet.
1: Not, not really. But right now, just like Jalen Hurts, right now, he's at the bottom. Yeah.
0: All right, number one on the list, Drew Locke. This guy could be on his way out. Um, I don't think I don't think he's been very productive. Um, the Broncos have Teddy Bridgewater, who will probably replace him. Um, yeah. And with brought Aaron Rodgers out there. If there's something that the Broncos can do to make a deal and pick up Aaron Rodgers. Well, I think you know who's going to get the job. Yeah, definitely.
1: So, that is my list. All right, I got my number one, Mike Glennon. I ain't heard of these guys. (laughs) Who, um... You're not making them up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm not making them up. (laughs) (laughs) This guy, he's been around since, like, 2013. Hasn't even played every season. Wow. Most recently, he was with the the Jaguars. didn't really do so hot. His completion percentage was 62%. He had just over a thousand yards. Well, that's better than Daniel Jones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Seven touchdowns, five interceptions. Hmm. Those are his stats, and uh, I was finding it to be the worst on this list. I mean, heck, the guy hasn't even played every season, missing okay. 2015.
0: All right. Well, the next time we do a list, I want you to bring. Starting quarterbacks.
1: All right, I'll bring my start starters. Can go,
0: and you can go back up well, throughout the well, I mean, whole if,
1: league. I mean, if we're going with the best quarterbacks next time, of course it's going to be the starters. Well you could, yeah. I mean, unless you, Aaron Rodgers is out, where
0: you going to do the best of the backups?
1: The best of the backups. Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, I was speaking to quarterbacks, um, high state's coach Ryan Day. Yeah. As I, I just found out. His name is The Quarterback Whisperer. The Quarterback Whisperer. I've heard this before. Yeah, and I guess um, that reputation for him is both deserved and incomplete. And incomplete? Mm-hmm. What do they mean by that? Well, for one.
0: He has, um, more, has more whispering to do?
1: A bit, he needs to prove himself a little bit more. He kind of had Urban there to help him with fields, but now this is his time. Right. He's got to pick a starter. Yeah. He's got to recruit future starters. Yeah. This is all daytime.
0: Okay, I see what they mean now. So now he's now he's got to prove it if he's going to be the quarterback whisperer.
1: Yeah, it's time to.
0: Then let's let's uh let's see if it's true. All right. Well, um, so next week, we won't be doing a podcast. We are going to do some restructuring um, on how we do things on our order. That way it's not too disorganized or um, sometimes there's things that we don't get to. Yeah, because we just ramble. But you know what? I just want a little bit of structure. This is off point. Yeah. So the premise here is, we don't always, we're not always on point. Yeah. But I think the I want to, we want to be able to incorporate like a couple segments of something. Yeah. So we need to be just a little bit of on point to get those segments in that we do so some type of little organization um, and we'll be working with some other ideas to, to have a little to have more interesting segments
1: yeah so I mean I know next week I'm, I'm just gonna be posting my articles on Twitter yeah yeah so post them on there just do it like quick alright this is what I think on here and that's what I'm doing next week so you can still look- I can do yours too yeah
0: nope that's fine
1: um, so let's try and get that Twitter rolling yeah gotta get that Twitter rolling
0: all right well um that's our time for tonight and be back in two weeks we out